0: everybody, and welcome to Over the Hump, the podcast that aims to provide you with a dose of midweek motivation to finish your week off strong. I'm your host, Christopher Morgan. Please feel free to call me Chris. And this is episode number 23 on trust and surrender. In this episode, I have the opportunity to speak with Andy Dubois. Join us as we dive into the topics of trust and surrender with Andy. And we engage her to take a couple pages out of her book as she walks us through being open to receiving life's cues and riding the wave onto the next path in your journey. Really great episode. I really appreciated this conversation and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, enjoy episode number 23. Excellent. So, welcome back, everybody. Really excited about my next guest, Andy Dubois. Um, very inspirational. Very in tune with her spirit and just uh, the the world around her. But you know, I'm not going to steal the thunder. I will allow her to introduce herself. So, uh, Andy, if you would please just uh, introduce yourself to the uh, podcast community.
1: Yes, uh, it's always always hard to introduce. Uh, um. Ourself. <laughs>
0: yeah. I would
1: say that I'm a very creative person who's been pretty much living her life um, according to her passion, alignment, uh, working with friends as well, and building a community that um, makes wellness, jewelry, ritual, and precious connection.
0: That is absolutely fantastic. And obviously a mouthful of things there. And and luckily I was uh, privileged to have a conversation with you to talk through some of these things. And I think you have such a, um, there's such a beautiful journey in terms of how you got there. So if you don't mind, can you actually take the uh, listeners through kind of your journey in terms of how you got to where you are today?
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> like a lot of uh, um, stories it started with a breakup. <laughs> yeah uh, we all been there. Uh it is truly something that I think it's um it's a transition to honor. Mm-hmm. It brings a lot, but uh for me it was the end of a four year and a half relationship. I was um yeah I was fiance, you know, I was really in the moment where I needed to take a big decision. So um with the breakup, what happened is i i literally in a certain way an old like it was shedding a skin, you know like a snake, so I did embrace like a new journey, a new chapter, and it was the beginning of working with womens, and that is truly what started the journey it was being with humans that were inspiring me and supporting me and empowering me on a daily basis and i think that's when my heart truly broke open um and yeah so I started to create retreats I hired all my my good friends and I also hired people that was very inspiring um sorry inspiring to me so I created uh, moments and experiences that I wanted to attend and that was a way to always learn and also it truly in a deep way um feed me feed my creativity but also um opened just opened new doors like I like even like with nature for example and so yeah I would say that um the breakup ended up breaking my heart but open so creating more space for new things
0: and passion. I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. Often times when tragic things happen, uh, we tend to Focus on the fact that they're tragic or we label them as tragic, where just simply maybe stepping back and repositioning, it can actually be something that's positive and in essence, be the beginning of a new journey. Um, Exactly. And it took time.
1: It it took a long time to get there in a way that, um, I, I I don't want to diminish the, like the pain. Um, and of course the sadness and sometimes the loneliness and it was very organic for me, um, this whole process. So yeah, there's always the two, you know, black and white. There's never really anyway for me there's never really like a gray zone like sometimes it was really really good and sometimes it was just really really bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's all about uh, trusting the process and whatnot right
1: surrender was my that's what saved me yeah. I would just surrender to the process surrender to something that was bigger than myself and to just trust
0: yeah yeah, no, that's fantastic. And I know when we were having our discussion before, there was a period in time where you decided to uh, go abroad and travel a little bit. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah,
1: more than once. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there were two, I would say there were, there were a couple moments where I did um, leave for longer trips, but I left with one of my friends, she had built her van and beautiful, like all, um, she do eco design and she used like, it's all sustainable techniques. So we left me and her um, on the road and that was a good, I think I was gone for total three months. So I left with third and I went to Bali, I went to Australia. And I came back to America and then I ended up coming back to Canada after that. So being on the road was very, like we were more in a slow um slow rhythm i would say but then let's say when i went back to bali in australia it was a little like faster pace but it really gave me a lot of time to think and process because i had left just i left my job right before leaving Mm -hmm. um the company i was working with was amazing but the the value was just not aligned with me anymore and i think um that's the thing like with life in general relationship you know you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend uh, your partner you take time well i mean sometimes sometimes not but you take time in between but we don't really do that with jobs with career. Uh-huh. um so i really took i called it a sacred pause uh-huh. so i took that sacred pause to travel to really rethink and re-question the society the system who i was what i wanted and yeah so that that three months was really a sacred pause and i came back and i dive more into my company rose caravan that now i'm um i i sold uh, half of my share i have a partner called ev mm-hmm. so yeah and then i still was working um, i took a couple contract on the side but uh it was refreshing it really helped me to realign
0: no, I love that. I love the idea of the sacred pause. And you're right. I think what the world offers more and more is at least a feeling that we have less control. It seems It seems at times as though as technology advances, there's just more for us to do and take care of. And I think it's, it's one of those things where sometimes things happen in our lives. And as opposed to Jumping to the conclusion that, you know what, I don't have time to do this. Like, who am I to try to take time to think about myself? I think it's more of a matter of you can't afford to not take the time to have that sacred pause and just realign uh, before you continue again. Because otherwise, if you're just going to let these circumstances around your external environment kind of drive you, you have less control over your life, it seems, and I think taking some time to think about that and repositioning um I think is is just a really good strategy
1: hmm mm-hmm. thank you but that's the thing and um when you you stay in your environment like socially you you have i always say like to for me to really realign I need to turn down any distraction. and uh-huh. that's um what works for me is going back to the old analog, you know, journaling, connecting with nature. I'm a big fan of the the desert, like, because you, it, it's crazy. Most things are, um, I would say, dead. Like, there's very little life. There is some, but it's very little. So I feel like you... You have more space to fill your own energy, and um, yeah, it, it, it's the, the we have so many distractions in our everyday life that it's it's hard to take a step back fully sometimes. And I know, like I had the privilege to do that because I I didn't have kids, no family. I mean, um, I'm sure you can do it too, but um, like I I know it was a privilege for me to take and to do that. Um, and I'm I'm also aware that it's not everyone, like not everyone can, can take that, that moment. But, um, at that time for me, because I could do it, it was, it really, um, also brought me a deeper understanding of my community. So when I came back to, it was easier, um, to show up.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now that is absolutely fantastic. So I'm curious because you, you mentioned trust, you mentioned surrender, and I think those are two very important things when we're talking about how you, your relationship with life in general. And I believe that everybody has these instincts, that inner voice that's speaking to them, that's telling them, you need to do this. But <laughs> yeah. how, do you, how do you know to listen? Like, how did you know that's the right thing to do? When your voice was telling you, go travel, go do this, yeah. how did you know that was the right answer?
1: I think you never really know. I yeah. mean... Sometimes you you feel it deep down in your guts, um, but a lot of moment it's it's that moment until you jump and then you jump you don't really know what's gonna happen, and I I I I can say maybe I'm a little addicted to that feeling Fair that enough. adrenaline feeling. Um, so, yeah, I, I cannot say that there's one moment where I knew it, but I can tell you something. So mm-hmm. um, I was coming back from a festival in um, near Joshua Tree and mm-hmm. I had those amazing experience. Um, <laughs> and back for me, all of my crazy idea or big decision that I took in my life, I don't know why, but it, it often happened when I'm flying mm-hmm. like back home. I don't know if it's because we're in the sky, <laughs> you know, you're like higher to heaven. So good ideas. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I, I that's when I knew I, I, I was going to quit my job and I was going to go on the van. van uh-huh. trip. It was this moment where I had um, just a burst of creativity a burst of knowing and i started writing um in my journal a letter to my friend alex who had the van and I, it was just if if you want some company i'm coming with you and putting uh-huh. my my intention and what i was looking for so yeah i think sometimes is is just to to make space to for those moments to happen
0: uh huh. Uh huh. No, that's a great point. Tell me a little bit about the community that you surrounded yourself with to create these retreats. How did you start that?
1: Uh, very low key. Yeah. <laughs> we rented Airbnb, invited all my beautiful friends. Um, so I had uh, four four main subjects so music. Uh-huh. Um, so I usually, uh, like, I usually would hire a friend of mine that sing. Um, I would have a yoga or movement type of teacher. I would have entrepreneurs, So I have lots of friends. I have company like Sokola Lingerie in Montreal. And I usually would have like a cook. Uh So I hired all my friends for those four main subjects. And I advertised The retreat, of course, the Airbnb was very, very beautiful. So it was easy, I guess, uh, to attract people. And also because my friends were, I mean, what they do is very, they're very talented at what they're doing. Uh So it was this perfect mix um, that created an experience that was unique. Uh And that's how I trolled my first retreat.
0: That is, it's so neat. You had mentioned something earlier that I think was really powerful. You you mentioned, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of surrender that you kind of just have to jump. You know, you're taking a leap of faith. But I think yeah. it's one of those things where having a great relationship with some close friends and family, you're not necessarily jumping out into the open. It's when you have a community, you have people there that will catch you. Right? Yeah,
1: I call it, le, in French, they call it le parachute.
0: It's, uh yeah um
1: it, when you're skydiving you know uh,
0: the... yeah it's a parachute yeah
1: yeah oh there we go Same <laughs> par- <parachute. laughs>
0: yeah yeah no it's I, like it's perfect and i think it's you know i i talk about this often on the podcast because um community is important know, it might even be argued that community is is everything in whichever way you define it but people need people and I think especially in this moment, it's so important not to forget that where things are a little bit more difficult. Obviously, we have quarantines in play. You're not really going outside as much, but I think finding your own unique way to be able to connect with the people that you love um, really makes a difference in your life in terms of how you feel and what you're able to accomplish.
1: Yes, definitely. It, it, it For me, it's everything. Like I don't know what I would be without uh, community friends and and it's it just gives meanings also to your work and because your your work partner becomes your friends and then your friends become your community and then your community it's all connected.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, it's all connected provided that you you choose to see it that way and you know you're open to surrendering and letting those things happen. So Yes. No, Well, that's absolutely fantastic. Is there do you have any other you know it's again, 2020 is an interesting year. We have many people that have found themselves in in very interesting situations, some more challenging than others. Some others have found opportunity. Do you have any words of wisdom for the listeners just in terms of how to cope in this moment?
1: I mean, 2020 is the biggest secret pause that a lot of people um had in their life it it is a moment to we're what we're living is a revolution so it's i think if we can spend less time on our phones and in like digital any type of computer and tv show like there's a lot of things we do to distract each other because we're uh, we're scared it Uh is scary too so but to connect Um, to yourself to the source and being Mm -hmm. able if we can because anxiety is something that can rise up Mm
0: -hmm. but if
1: we can a little bit um yeah try to truly see what is it that i i don't want to say our purpose but what do we want to bring into this new, we're having a revolution, which means we're gonna we're starting a new era. Uh-huh. So what what is your role? What is what do you want to bring? What's the future is gonna look like? That is, it's gonna be ourselves. We're gonna be the one starting that. So I think it's important right now if we have the time with. Um, yeah
0: no, I think that's I think that's so fantastic um, because it's th- these times are a little chaotic, right, but I think what happens during these times of 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 chaos and and crisis or however you want to label it is that things get redefined right yes. and things reset so although it may be a very challenging time at the same time, it's also a true opportunity for you to look in the mirror look deep within yourself and decide what you want out of your future because you can do that now so many pre-existing notions of whatever it is we thought that something was is, is mm-hmm. in a moment of flux and you can be at the forefront of that provided that you're in um, a mental space to be able to do that um, and i think that's so powerful so thank you for sharing
1: hmm. Yes. And I, I think also um, to not be defined by the outer, like the, the, um, the context around us, I mean, we have to be socially and politically active and be engaged, but um, we shouldn't be defined by outer um, sources. I love that. In a way that, um, we should be able to, yeah, to come back and then act from this place. And if we're aligned or if we, we feel solid, it'll be easier for us to show up, whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's this dance of like going back in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, and once this dance, you find a rhythm that is your own, that is unique. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. once you find that rhythm, I think it's easier because you have the tool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in, in my and yeah, it gets a little less scary if we can say um, with time. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hopefully.
0: Yeah no that is that is great. yeah, no need to elaborate on that. Thank you so much for the words of wisdom. I think it's about time for a lightning round. Are you ready, Andy? All right. Fantastic. So the first question is, um, what's the first thing you do in the morning to set yourself up for success? Ooh, uh,
1: I mean, mid-station, coffee, (laughs) Mm. Um, and some movement and music.
0: I like that. It's almost like a a rhyme. What do you feel that those things do for you?
1: They lift me up, spiritually, Ah. uh, physically, and emotionally.
0: That is fantastic. Um, The second question, what's one word or thing that you feel has brought you success, the success that you've had in your work and life?
1: Precious connection.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. All my
1: precious friends
0: and yeah. Fantastic. Okay, the number three is fill in the blank. It's life isn't life if you're not?
1: In love, but, like, universal love. Like, falling in love with everything all the time. Um, Yeah, love is the most beautiful thing on earth. This and creativity, but they're kind of connected.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, fair enough. And then lastly, uh, one habit that you feel that if other people were to drop, it would have a positive impact on their lives?
1: Drop your phone.
0: (laughs) Go analog. (laughs) It's like...
1: Take photo with a real camera, like write letters, yeah, drop the phone.
0: Yeah, yeah, and get in touch with yourself, right?
1: And others, Walk yeah. down the street, and instead of looking at your phone, smile at people, like,
0: yeah.
1: some people, they kind of look at you, the, the, at first it's weird sometimes, but we need that right now, especially just to smile, like be connected to your outer environment.
0: Yeah i love that andy thank you so much you know for the words thank you, this thank was, you
1: for your time oh my god
0: 100 percent. this was a, a master class on a master class on, on trusting and surrendering and and just taking the time to to pause that i love it and i think a lot of people are going to take some good out of this
1: mm, beautiful well, i hope so
0: <laughs> all right have a good one
1: have a good one too
0: There's a lot to unpack in that episode, Um, but it was a good one. I really, really enjoyed the conversation with Andy. I think she has a great intuition of what to do. It's because she's, in a sense, almost mastered those topics of, of trust and surrender, and she allows herself to be open to whatever's happening in and around her, and then she goes for it without question. She surrenders to the process. Life is hard. Life in general is hard. 2020 has been a challenge. It's almost an understatement to just call it a challenge. I think we're going to have to come up with a new word (laughs) to describe exactly how 2020 has played out. And it's difficult for so many reasons, but the main couple reasons is this. What happened yesterday is tough. And we're still almost in it and we're still trying to get out of it. What's going to happen tomorrow is bringing us a lot of anxiety because it seems like so many situations are changing on a daily basis and it's making things hard to predict. So that leaves all of us with one choice. Today. What do we do with that? So really all I wanted to do on this recap was just remind everybody that you do not have to ask for permission to buckle down and take the time that you need to reflect and listen to your mind, body, and spirit and see what they're telling you. Because within there, it may not give you the answers that you want for tomorrow, but it's at least going to give you an idea of what you should do with your next step. And then just take it. Hopefully the episode has given you some insight. Um, Hopefully... My recap has also offered you some time to just pause and reflect. And, you know, I know that uh, we waited a little bit to uh, post this episode. Um, You know, I want to say that I just made that decision off of instinct. Uh, My instinct was telling me that the world needed some time to breathe. I needed some time to breathe. So I took that time to breathe. And I gave the world that opportunity to breathe. But as always, I want to thank everybody for listening in yet again. Uh, Please, if you have the opportunity, go ahead and follow us at OTHCA on Instagram. We also have our podcast that continuously runs at overthehump.podbean.com. You can find us there. And for those of you that have been following us, you already know this, but I'm going to say it again. You can find us on Apple I, at, on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is just type in Over the Hump in the search bar and just find our logo and we're right there. So thank you, everybody, again. I want everybody to just really enjoy their weekend and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care.